Yes, the Willow Project is a new oil drilling project just approved by the Biden administration on federal government lands. It's been trending online, particularly in TikTok, with lots of videos of polar bears and caribou. This isn't the way I pictured Alaska at all. President Biden has officially approved the Willow Project. The Willow Project is a project to sell Alaska for oil drilling. Once the project is approved, this project will release 287 million metric tons of carbon dioxide into the environment. This would affect a lot of the animals that live there. Only when the last tree has been cut down, the last fish been caught. Those videos, as you can hear, they're not designed to brighten up your day. People are making and sharing clips of this remote wild part of the Alaskan tundra. In response to the Biden administration's approval of one of the largest oil drilling projects staged in the US in decades, Biden may have promised, quotes, no more drilling on federal lands, period, end quotes, during his presidential campaign. But the question is then, might the project undermine the Democrats' push towards net zero carbon. Well, to discuss all this, I'm joined this morning by Noah Gordon. Noah's from the Sustainability, Climate and Geopolitics Program at the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace in Washington, D.C. Welcome, Noah. Thanks for having me. Tell us, if you would, about the location of the Willow Project and just the scale that we're talking about. Yeah, so the Willow Project is in a remote area of Alaska. It's on the north slope of Alaska. It's in an area called the National Petroleum Reserve of Alaska. Um, but there hasn't been much drilling there so far, only exploratory drilling. And, and as you said, this is an area that's home to polar bears, grizzly bears, migratory birds. It's sort of the largest tract of undisturbed public land in America. And um, the impact of it, it is, it, is, it is a very large project. It could produce up to 180,000 barrels of oil a day. And if it releases as much carbon as expected, that would be about 4% of annual U.S. emissions spread out over 30 years rather than burned all at once. But it, it is, that's the equivalent of adding 2 million cars to the road each year or about 80 coal-fired power plants. So it does make it more difficult for the U.S. to reach its goal of net zero emissions by 2050. And obviously there are indigenous groups there. Um, how are they feeling about these plans? Well, the response there is actually mixed. You know, Some indigenous groups have opposed it and worried about the impact on local wildlife and on waters, and, and they've joined some of the lawsuits that are coming to try to block the project even after its approval. But many indigenous groups actually support it. You know, Alaska is very dependent on oil and gas revenues. Most of its state government revenue comes from oil and gas. It doesn't have a personal income tax. And in fact, every resident of Alaska got a check last year for over $3,000 because of the state's oil and gas revenues. So some indigenous groups are excited about the money that could come in. And the lone uh, congressperson from Alaska, a Democrat, did support the project, and that may be one reason why Biden decided to break his promise and approve it. Yes, I mean, that was my next question. Why did he approve it? Because he's been subsidising, I mean, we did this last week on the program, the, the clean energy transition with the Inflation Reduction Act. It's an extraordinary story. Um, and yet here comes this major oil drilling. Uh, so it was a bit of a surprise, was it not, or wasn't it? It wasn't a huge surprise, but it because the the environmental review that came out did su suggest that the administration might approve it. But it was a shock, you know, to the, his supporters and to the people he promised that there would be no more drilling to. I think President Biden approved this Willow Oil Project because he felt that he had to. You know, he wasn't legally required to. There was no court order mandating that he approve it. The Biden administration is claiming that it felt its hands were tied because ConocoPhillips, the company, has had leases in the area for a while. They're worried that the courts would eventually force them to do it. 
Um, but it's not just a legal question. There's also, you know, Biden could have decided I'm going to put my political capital on the line and really fight this to slow this. There's, there's a very symbolic importance here. And there's also the politics of it. You know, having spent the summer working to reduce petrol prices in the U.S., calling for more, oil drill- more drilling from oil firms, Biden didn't feel he could be seen to be blocking oil production, even though this oil won't arrive until 2029. You know, there's an election coming up. People are worried about inflation and the cost of living. And Republicans do criticize Biden for supposedly the U.S. not producing enough oil on his watch, even though U.S. oil production has never been higher. So Biden tried to find a compromise here. You know, he didn't approve the full project that ConocoPhillips initially wanted and the Trump administration had provisionally approved for five drilling sites. He eventually approved three. And even as he approved it, he tried to block off or he did um, block off some other areas of, of Alaska for drilling. So he's perhaps tried to please both sides, but it may not have pleased the climate-conscious young voters who are on TikTok and who voted for Biden last time. Right, um, because there, it is interesting, the politics. Alaska has two senators who are both Republicans. One's a moderate. But then the, the, it was the unexpected win for the Democrat in Congress uh, in Alaska, and she supports the project. Maybe it really does turn a lot on that. Yeah, that's. I think that's a good point. You know, it's a, I think it's the first Democrat to... Um, hold office in Alaska since the 70s. And the House of Representatives is very tight. And, you know, maybe Biden wanted to support this new Democratic uh, politician on the stage. But it's still, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, surprising and it's difficult to completely understand the reasoning. Um, and now an environmental group, I understand, is taking legal action against the Willow Project. And that's really what I'm getting at is, are we about to start hearing of it? Uh, you know, is people like Greta Thunberg going to start taking it up? Is it going to become a big, a big icon rallying cry for young people? I think so. You know, it's easier for young people or activists to get fired up about blocking a specific, you know, oil project or pipeline than, you know, than a regulation to slightly increase uh, environmental rules. And there are lawsuits coming. There's one coming from uh, a group called Earth Justice, and they're claiming that this will prevent, the Willow Project will prevent the U.S. from hitting its climate goals and arguing that the Biden administration failed to consider cleaner alternatives and neglected to consider the additional climate pollution of future development that can only happen once this Willow Project infrastructure is in place. ConocoPhillips is saying that there could be even more oil in the area and they could find more oil in neighboring areas. There's also another lawsuit from a local a group called Trustees for Alaska representing local indigenous groups like the Inupiat saying that local villages uh, did not have their pleas heard and will suffer from this decision. Is there confidence that the project will have a market for oil once it's fully developed? I mean, there are lots of unknowns in the energy space ahead. Could it be a white elephant? That's that's a tricky one. You know, I think the world is going to need oil for a long time, unfortunately, even if it miraculously holds warming to 1.5 degrees. But, you know, we've seen the oil price fluctuate dramatically over the last year or two. And if, if prices fall, then there might not be much of a market for a project. And it is, you know, the U.S. is trying to hit net zero by 2050. We're talking about a project that won't start until 2029 and was meant to keep producing for 30 years, well into the 2050s. So, um, it's it's very likely that this may not be a moneymaker in the 2050s, or if it is, then it's just preventing the U.S. from reaching its climate goals or adding more work for those working to remove carbon from the atmosphere and get to net zero. I wonder how you think this sits broadly with Biden policy, because, you know, very much people like Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, go overseas and lecture others, and yet here is this new project being developed. It just might tie the hands of the diplomats a bit, might it not? 
I think so. You know, Biden's environmental legacy is nuanced. He did block, he revoked the permit for the Keystone XL pipeline, another uh, controversial project that Trump had approved. He did that on his first day in office. He did try to preserve these new areas nearby to this drilling site. But, you know, in the end, he approved new oil and gas drilling after saying he wouldn't. And I think there's a bit of hypocrisy here and it undermines the U.S. when it, you know, when someone like John Kerry travels to a much poorer, lower emitting African country and argues that that country should not produce oil and gas. Uh, it, it's hard to take him seriously when a rich country like the U.S., the world's largest oil and gas producer, continues to approve new projects that, that won't even help with current oil prices. So, yes, I think it's probably a setback for the U.S. in terms of climate diplomacy, even though the U.S. just passed the Inflation Reduction Act and slightly improved its reputation. Maybe it is a, a broader issue too, because some are saying that it's really the Willow Project uh, is a symbol of the key climate question, whether to curb demand for fossil fuels or whether to encourage people to change habits with incentives, which is really, I suppose, what the IRA is all about. I mean, what do you think? Has this question divided Democrats, I wonder? I think it has. You know, the left wing of the party did want to block the project and maybe the more the more moderate or centrist wing says, you know, there's no good reducing supply. And this is an argument that lots of governments make from Canada to Norway to the UK. They say, you know, if we don't drill for oil here, someone else is just going to drill for it. The oil will be burned anyway and the, this other country will get the jobs and the revenue. So people argue for going after a demand instead, not directly with a carbon tax, which is a no-go in America, but by subsidizing other technologies. The thing about that is you have to worry about rebound effects. You know, if everyone on your street has an electric car, the, the local gas station might lower its prices and you might say, you know, I might keep my gas car for a, a while longer or maybe get an SUV that burns even more petrol. So going after demand in this way, it's not clear that that will get the US and the world to its climate targets in time. Uh, and is this something that is causing debate within the US or not? That It's a bit dif- difficult to discern here. It's causing a lot of debate. Um, Republicans are supporting it. The Republican senators from Alaska will defend the Biden administration from its lawsuits. And most Democrats have sort of kept quiet about it. There have been some protests. A Biden climate advisor was speaking at a think tank in D.C. last week, and a group of young protesters stormed in and shouted over him and wouldn't let him speak. And, And it's really become a hot topic online. So there's a lot of debate about it. This is not going away. There are lawsuits to come. Very interesting, Noah. Uh, Thank you for that overview. I do appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. Noah Gordon from the uh, Carnegie Endowment for International Peace in Washington, D.C., about this Willow project. Willow is the name of one of the uh, particular areas that ConocoPhillips has had leases in. That's why it's called that. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.